But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. When we talk about what? Hey, hey everybody, welcome. <laughs> What's going on? I knew. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily, coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy Studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. You can read it right on our Jumbotron right here. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. Wrestling Rob back in the house behind the glass. We got Nick behind the other glass, even though, again, no glass actually there. And Madison also in the building. Packed house today for a Thursday episode. We are jam-packed, loaded, ready to rock and roll today for you guys. I uh, hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody enjoyed the ESPYs last night. Uh, I know I did as far as the monologue, and that was it. Turned it off. Uh, Jay <laughs> Farrow uh, saved the day because you know, Steph Curry was not funny. Uh, his, You know what? His first, his first joke about saying, like, you know, I'm the second NBA player to host this thing. The first one was back in uh, 2007. It was LeBron James hosted the ESPYs. The only difference is he was coming off a NBA championship loss. This one feels better. And he takes a sip of his thing. And I'm like, all right, I, I dig it. I, I dig that. That was funny. Uh, and then obviously the rest of the jokes come and go. And I'm just like, all right, this is okay. But um, it is what it is. The and one clip that I saw wasn't funny. So that's, gonna, all I saw was about one minute of the ESPYs, and that's all I needed to see. All right. Well, there you go. I um, watch it, though, after you bashed it. I, no, all I did was watch the intro, and okay. that was it. And then all I turned right. on The Captain. I finally watched the first episode of that. Um, very, very well done. I love every second of it. Um, wait, can't wait for the second episode. Uh, it, it's like it ends. The first episode ends, Gooch, um, as soon as Griffey scores that run and the, the 95 Yankees are taken out. I can't remember. I, I mean, you obviously remember, and I do too, to most of extent how good the 94 Yankees team was like before the strike, man, we were yeah, that cruising. Was, that was Mattingly's last shot. Well, 95 that, was. Oh, 95. No, 94. Yeah. The Expos too. The Expo. Look at that Expos roster from that year. The strike year. They were fucking good. So, really good. I think they still had Pedro on Pedro that team. Pedro was still there. Yeah. 94. They, yeah, sure. did, I don't know if Randy Johnson was already in Seattle, but that team was just really good. Yeah. Look it, at it that was, lineup. Yeah. Um, which we'll call it. was, uh, it was a phenomenal first episode. I definitely dug it. Um, and I can't wait to the second one. So there's a lot going on today. Obviously, uh, we're going to get into it with Gucci's rundown in just a second. But I do want to ask um, how you're feeling because uh, it smells like paint <laughs> all throughout this. Yeah, studio. my brain. Like, I, I kind of learned my lesson. First of all, it's a bad week to paint something on the second floor because you have to open the window to get the ventilation. It's hot. And then getting the <laughs> ventilation means that the room is going to be 90 degrees. So it's just like a, a constant tug of war between heat, exhaustion, and then paint inhalation i don't even know what you would call that like i guess drug abuse <laughs> really like i'm not doing well i've had to take shifts like rob go to the on, comments please just so off. i can see if anybody but i do have a nice in. pump on my right side oh and like, yeah well yeah. you came in and like dude i can't move my hand and my i was like shit is god damn up, bro my grip my oh. grip strength is not well right now oh man yeah oh there in hawaii my cliff floyd larry walker that expos team was loaded so anyway, let's get to it. Gooch's Rundown, folks. There's a lot to cover today. We'll also cover the second half MLB predictions. We'll talk about the Tennessee Titans today as we wrap up the AFC South. Yesterday, a positive response on the Colts predictions. Maybe not so much today. We'll talk about it. But Gooch's Rundown, have at it, my friend. Yes, sir. All right, so Dave brought up the ESPYs. I'll bring them up in brief. briefly. I'll bring up the ESPYs briefly. They took place last night. Nobody actually cares. 
the one main award that was given out was best male athlete. Does anybody have any guesses? Obviously, it was Shohei Otani. Nobody cares. Um, wow. Okay. Did anybody hear about the Jacob Degrom situation? Did we talk about that yesterday? We did not. He's we did been not. set back, right? So Jacob Degrom, old Jakey boy, was pulled from his simulated start. And I know that the Mets are saying that it's they're proceeding with an, an abundance of caution, and that if it was a real start, that he he wouldn't have been miss missing any time. But nonetheless, it's not a good sign for Degrom to be missing any time as he's set to come back. Correct. NFL news: Cleveland is now out on Jimmy G. I talked about yesterday that Told that you. was probably the likely destination. Dave, you were right. Cleveland is not in on Jimmy G. I don't know who is, but. The 49ers now, for the second time, have officially given Jimmy G permission to seek a trade. And now this time it's official, they said. So the first time, I guess it wasn't official, but since nobody nobody bit, now they made it reofficial. So, guys, anybody out there, there's nobody out there. I get it. But if there is anybody out there, Jimmy G is now available for trade. Uh, Madden ratings keep on dropping. It's been Madden week. It's disgusting. There is running back ratings that came out, which we're going to dive into a little bit after the rundown because Mm -hmm. why wouldn't we? Mm -hmm. Um, Rob, if you want right now, get the uh, Madden ratings for the running backs ready if you want to go ahead and do that and then the edge rushers or or the D linemen and safeties. All right, so – Sugar Show and Peter Yan was announced for UFC 280 in October. To me, this is nothing but fake news. I have no belief whatsoever. Not one shred of me believes that Sugar Show is going to take this fight. Peter Yan is an absolute killer, and it's a big step up in competition. But this is what the people want from Sugar Show. So if he does deliver, he's probably going to get knocked out. Fighting on my birthday, September 10th. Uh, Congrats! Happy birthday to Dave. All right. (laughs) <laughs> also, uh, T.J. Dillashaw and Aljamain Sterling was also moved to that card, so it's a bantamweight fest going on over at UFC 280. Looking forward to that card. Stack card, yeah. Definitely a stack, stack card. card. Um, and other MMA news, Daniel Cormier, not only is he gaining weight and drunk on every single broadcast that he's done for the past three months, I am a big D.C. fan, but it's a bad look, D.C. D.C. announces that he is highly interested in returning to the UFC <laughs> If he receives a light heavyweight title shot. Light heavyweight? To me, it sounds like, well, John Jones (laughs) was the light heavyweight champion. You couldn't beat him, so you moved up to heavyweight. You won that belt. Move back down. John Jones moves up. You're like, oh, shit. Light heavyweight's making it Go back down to light heavyweight and (laughs) run away from John Jones. What do you got to be, light heavyweight? What's the weight? 205. Go ahead, Rob. What you got? No shot. Also, wrestling news just met with WWE this week. Oh, And is, uh, I know you don't know who they are, but he's in a storyline coming up with uh, the Creed brothers who are like Olympic sounds, wrestlers in NXT. It sounds to me like DC is trying to build a little bit of demand for himself yep. so he could posture for a little money here mm-hmm. or there. Uh, yeah. um, right, I'm not so sure that. anybody's really interested in seeing DC come back and kick the tires on another title shot. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not. Um, enough about the MMA. One more thing in the rundown. We got James Harden accepts that two-year 68.8 or 6 or whatever it is, $69 million deal. And honestly... I commend James Harden for doing this because most players in his position don't have to take less money. And we talk about him being lazy and selfish and all this, this, that, and the other thing. And consistent, consistently, that's what he's proven on the court with his lack of showing up in the postseason and being out of shape. But right now he seems committed to the Sixers. He's taking less money. And I believe his quote was, I'm good with whatever's left. Let's go sign some guys. Power to James Harden, yeah, a superstar that's, player, that's maybe what you do. realizing he's not at his that? peak anymore mm-hmm. and, and taking less money accordingly. I would never do it. So <laughs> tip my hat to James Harden for that. And that is it for my rundown. All right. So there has to be um, a little bit of a uh, – you can go up to the top one. You can blank us out. Um, 
so yeah, we wanted to talk about the Madden ratings, right? So did you pull them up, Rob? I have the running back ones. Running back Madden mm-hmm. ratings. So this is there's full discrepancies here. Um, one, because I said I said I would be happy with Dak and Zeke at 90. Zeke is a top 10 running back, according to Madden, but they ranked him at 88, rated them at 88. Um, that, to me, makes – that's a harsh one because I feel like a couple guys got slighted, even your boy, I, I feel. Because I know oh, – are, are you trying to get me to agree that Zeke got slighted? No, 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 I, no, no, no. I predicted that he would get an 88, and I think AJ did in the comments as well. Go ahead. I, all I'm saying is this. A couple guys got slighted. So like, I, either they're getting more specific and a little bit more on the narrow side, or they just want people to go nuts because that's what they're getting. And I think Hawaii Mike, uh, Florida Mike, whatever Mike is, he said the same shit. He said, this is free outrage, public outrage of that they're getting that's because of the rage. The they do this shit on purpose. And look, hook, line, and sinker. I'm sold. I'm talking about it right here. And honestly, and I like is. talking about it. So I have no issue with Madden releasing their fucked up ratings. I do have one issue. Rob, you could go through the top 10 right now, and then we'll see some glaring omissions. Yeah, go ahead. Here we go. Ready? So we'll start from number 10 up. So we got Zeke and Austin Eckler, both 88, 10 and 9. Aaron Jones is an 89. Kamar is a 90. Mixon is a 93. Dalvin Cook is a 94. This one's crazy to me. Jonathan Taylor is a 95. Crazy, Crazy in what way? Because you got Christian McCaffrey at 96, Nick Chubb at 96, and then obviously King Henry is 97, which I understand. But if you got, I think, Taylor and should be underneath, you know, Henry, right? So glaring omission to me. So they have Aaron Jones. Omission out of the top 10? Omission is Najee Harris. I mean, what do you got to do? Oh, wow. Good call. So Najee Harris is outside the top 10. And I don't mean to bash Zeke, but on what planet right now is is Zeke a better running back than Najee Harris? He's not. And like Najee Harris right now, what do you got to do in Madden? These guys, there's like nerds that are gatekeeping Madden ratings. I know Dave just fucking had his moment right there where... It was internal. I left it here. But the reality is, I (laughs) I left it right here. (laughs) Come on, there's like there's maybe one or two backs in the league that you're not trading Najee Harris for straight up. You know, like let's be real. I love Aaron Jones. Bye. I'll see you. You know, I'll take Najee Harris in a heartbeat. Production wise, you're right. Yeah, come on. We're talking about he's what he's 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 like two and a half inches taller than Zeke, 20 20 pounds heavier probably, and he's faster and he's younger. I think Najee Harris being outside the top 10 and really just the younger guys in general, they give a little bit too much to these older guys. I saw Saquon come in at 87. Bro, what? <laughs> what? We got Christian McCaffrey's the fourth best player in, uh, out of running backs in the league. I mean, intangibles. Uh, yeah, like, but what about the in- – like, he's a zero. But he's probably a 95 injury too. Yeah, but then that should bring you all the way fucking <laughs> it down. Should, it should bring that down. Yeah, it I agree. It should bring you all the way down. I agree down. wholeheartedly. I mean, I Saquon, they're at least putting him where he – I mean, they're not really – like. They're not. Do they have my question? Do they have Wayne Goldman higher than Saquon? Because, <laughs> because can, he's better. I can only find the top ten <laughs> of everything. So joke. But um, yeah, I mean, look, it, the matter like it's got people talking. It's got us talking about it because of the fact we would have never talked about this. I know for a fact, if, if I'm not mistaken, we didn't talk about this last year at this time. We just no, didn't. No, you know what I mean. So this is the, how you know. They got us. You know, they, they hooked you in. They're Can like, oh. Can I also oh. be honest? I haven't played Madden in damn near two decades. So I don't care. I actually. I, I really just get excited for the players to care. And like, it's I missed banter, pre football season banter. That's all I, I missed care. last year's game. Who was on the cover? Brady? No. Yeah. Right? Brady, Brady? And Mahomes, I think. Brady right? Mahomes. Yeah. It's the first, first Madden that I didn't buy since like 93. 
and why it's because we're here and I have no time growth. and it's growth. Like, well, no, it's not growth. I, I would love Najee Harris is an eighty-five. They're saying Acres is an eighty-three. Eighty-five. All right. I couldn't so, find any of that. so all right, explain that to me. I, I, I have, a, I have no problem with Cam Akers being an eighty-three, right? But I'm I, cool with but that. But that, that means like Najee Harris can't be an eighty-five in comparison. Javante eighty-two. <sighs> right. They're really starting to. But again, like Javante Williams had himself a nice, solid rookie year. Do you really going to rank him over everybody else? Like the the people that are in front of him right now, no. I'm Najee not, Harris is a different ball game because he didn't split carries. He bro, had but I'm looking at all certain, the ball. I'm looking like, at certain things. Like when you when you look at what what Javante Williams done. Like forget about forget about the the counting stats. Oh, ready for this? Forget one? about the counting stats and the averages and things like that. Like you could look past that when you're when the way scouts are looking at you. Like there is no way Javante Williams is an 82. Like. You no ready, ready for another little bit of a discrepancy? Way. Wait until they update those ratings. Swift yeah. is an 80. Like, that's ridiculous to me, too. Swift is an 80. So that's how you know. It's like, bro, you and you have arguments that Swift and Zeke are, you know, that's your argument, not mine. But I'm saying, well, no, like. No, I'm, I'm. What? I don't think that's. I think that you're the only one arguing that. Oh, the only one in the whole planet. <laughs> like, right now, <laughs> like, Swift is a way. Like, Zeke is going. Zeke has got value where he's going at this point because he's going, like, late 30s. Uh, Swift is going like mid second, the latest. I'm not talking about fantasy. I'm talking about fucking Madden. Do you think? Oh, well, do you, do you, I can't help it. Do you think that like remember like because obviously when we played Madden as kids like you know hell yeah people we did. weren't that. I mean all every player in the league wasn't that good. You know what I'm saying? So like now it's like every running back in the NFL is what what they're good. saying. What Madden is saying is that yes, the talent pool is deeper. So you can't be like, all these guys are 95 and then all these guys are 85. They're getting very specific. And, yes. and that's, and while I agree with that, and I think that's a good thing, I think they just, they messed up a couple. Yeah. For you sure. know, they, they, they messed up a couple, but anyway, yeah, and like, like I want to know what their algorithm is because Nick Chubb being the second best running back in football, I don't have any problem with him being the second best rusher of the football, but when Nick All Chubb has gotten like back? 30, uh, 30 targets over like his career. It's yep. insane. How doesn't have that pass blocking ability. They use him in the passing game. <laughs> so I can understand that McCaffrey's receiving, um, acumen will put him up a little bit. But for the same reason, like Nick Chubb should go down a little bit. Yeah, right. And I'm not trying. I like. I no, like no, Nick I Chubb get what a you're lot, saying. For like, look, I bet you if you looked at Najee Harris's like t- balls thrown to last year, I bet you it's like twice as much as yeah. Chubb for two years. More, almost more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's like, how can you? I get what you're saying. And Jonathan Kyle, Taylor belongs higher than all. Of Kyle them. said when Swift got hurt, the Detroit Lions rushing numbers are very similar. That's why he's an 80. Like he's not as valuable yeah, team, as everybody the team else. Rushing numbers, I understand, but. I think that he does a little bit more in the receiving game, but he also there was a stretch last year where he was like a top five back week in week out. Yep. He was putting up numbers. I, I remember. Curious I think I played him one of those. They they gave Cordell Patterson to see how they did that. Pollard eighty one. Something like Debo. Like how? How do you like that backfield? Tell me, there's a better backfield in Madden with like balanced ratings like that than Dallas. What's, maybe Dylan. What's AJ Dylan. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, maybe maybe Dylan's yeah. yeah. eighty. They said Kareem ah, so Kareem Hunt. Bet, well, if you average That's it, a true Kareem, Kareem Hunt, too, Hunt probably. All right, Kareem Hunt. That's a good one too. Okay. Interesting. Um, but yeah, that's Madden for you. It comes out, I guess, in August. Do you want the edge rushers or no? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. The edge rushers are a little more crazier, I think. Is there? So, no, well, there is a ninety. Oh no, there's, there's a not a ninety-nine. Tech. There's a ninety-nine. Who? I'm gonna tell you. Don't right even now. say JJ Watt. Hold on. So we're gonna go. Oh, TJ Watt. Ten up. Ready? Cam- uh, Cameron Jordan is a ninety-one. Sure. Bobby Wagner is a ninety-one. Bobby Wagner is a linebacker. Well, there's, they, this, they is this is edge rushers. This is edge rushers according to uh, oh, okay. EA Sports. Von Miller is a ninety-two. 
Levante David is a 92. Khalil Mack is a 92. Demario Davis is a 93. Now we're in the top four here. Nick Bosa is a 94. Fred Warner's a 94. TJ Watt is a 96. Do you and know Miles who's a Garrett. Ni- Miles Garrett is a 99. Yeah, we, talk, we, we, did, we did talk about so, it because we talked about Garrett yesterday, but that rating for TJ Watt, very justified. One of the better players in the, in, in the <laughs> league right now. I was worried because I know for a long time they really blew J.J. Watt. You know what I mean? They were giving yeah. him 99s like it was freaking candy. Um, but, again, he gets hurt. Yeah, I totally agree that right. Swift probably would have been rated higher if he played football his whole life. Ah, <laughs> you're right. Started in eighth grade. Yeah, dude. Had you done flag as a kid, you know, it would have worked out better for him, but it didn't. So, all right, interesting. Madden drops, I guess, August. Um, we got to get Madden in his office, but then again, I think it would stunt our growth. We'd just be playing Madden all just day. Sit there, right, and be terrible. There's, there's been days. True story. Like it was PS2. Yeah, PS2. Me and my best friend John, God rest his soul, we played Madden for like 15 straight hours. And like when we finally got up to have a meal, like the the PS2 was like really hot. And I was like, we got we got to give the game a little break. We put out the game. It was like like rubbery. It was like <laughs> melted. We melted Madden. I was like, holy shit, we played this forever. Eight-time Super Bowl champion. Uh, those, but anyway. <laughs> tell me those weren't the days, though. They, they were the days, man. When you could sit down, eat some bagel bites, yeah, play your Madden. Was, that's when I started getting introduced to cutting school for a video game. <laughs> when GTA would come out, you would be like, nope, not going to school today, Ma. Sorry. Bro, how about this? I, the first time I cut school, I was so young that it was to, to play Mega Man. And that's not even a joke. Yeah, that's how a good game, though, bro. That was a Mega Man 8. On Sega? <laughs> like, Mega Man 8. Dave, you know how old I am. I know, but was, it's just no, like, I, I feel like... PS2. I feel like you know more... I feel like, all right, so yes, you're four years older than me. And four years isn't a lot when you like talk about the 90s, really. like Because the 90s were like a blur to everybody. It was just like all meshed together. I just feel like you know more things about that time that time than well, I do. One, I am older than you. Yeah, but so like I that, still, like, that, all the cool things does, for you were still cool for me. Does, and I also have an older brother. That's true, too. That's very true. That okay. see, there Shout out to right Carl. There. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Are you the older Carl's brother, Dave? I've had an Holy older brother shit, my whole Carl. life, too. So if you, you know, when you have an older brother your whole life, it's like... Oh, that's true. Are you the older Dave or the younger? I am the older one. Mm-hmm. I'm the younger older brother. one. Uh, he got all the looks. Uh, I got the I got the gift of gab. <laughs> That's what I got. He he's a stud. Spoo's, Shout Spoo's out to Danny. I, I cut school for Zelda. That's very Jesus. that's very typical. Weird. He's the one person that bought Aladdin on Sega Genesis to play and just ride the carpet the entire time. <laughs> you effing weirdo, Scoop. Anyway, <laughs> let's move it on. Baseball's back today, boys and girls. Uh, we have ourselves. A second half of a season, second half of a season, because it's not really the second half. I think they played more than half of the games already. Uh, But second half of the season, there's a lot of things to talk about when it comes to baseball. Before we get into the Titans a little bit, uh, baseball is back. The Yankees are back. The Mets are back tomorrow, I say. Uh, I think there's like a lot of like, I think this was built into the schedule this way for teams to kind of catch up if they missed any games because the Yankees all of a sudden have a doubleheader going on uh, today against the Houston Astros. Well, it was either a rainout situation or it's just like one of those the strike things that are. That's what I'm saying. They had, they had these yeah. built in. But I think they did have a, a rainout with the Astros. Is this in New York? I don't even know because there, there can't be a, there can't be a rainout in Houston. It's a, there's a retractable. Dome. Why, can I ask you a question? Why do they only get like a day off? From the All Star break, what like, are you talking about? Every every non All Star got a week off. No, they had but, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But That's if you were it. an All Star, you only got really a day off. Really. How hard yeah. were you playing you got in the All Star? Doesn't matter. You got, you Those got guys take that as vacations, though. You know what I'm saying? You go. 
It's in Houston. All right. So they, how the fuck did they have a rain out in Houston? This has to be a makeup from the, the strike stuff. But go. anyway. Some teams, four-day all-star break. Other teams, three-day rest and open the second half with a doubleheader. That sucks. That <laughs> sucks for, for teams like the Yankees and the Astros. But anyway, second half of the season, we're going to have some division winners. We're going to have some wild cards. We're going to have some Cy Young winners. We're going to have a World Series winner. Right now, the Yankees are going into the uh, second half of the season 64 and 28. Their projected record, according to what I've read, is 109 and 53. They would have to go 52 and 18 the second half of the season to to break the record at 116. Um, I don't know if that's a thing. That's not going to happen. That's not a thing. I don't think it's a thing because I hope it doesn't become a thing because then it'll take over the second half of the season and we just don't need it. It doesn't matter. It has zero it's like bearing. one one more topic that you don't need to talk yeah. about. Like, will they beat the record? Who gives a shit? Get to the playoffs. Uh, they have a thousand percent or a hundred percent, thousand percent, hundred percent chance to make the postseason uh and their division title is also 100 100 yes 100 like one one so they like, clinched basically that's what this thing is saying um and they have like 30 they're at 30 percent chance of winning the world series this year as far as our crosstown friends over there in, in flushings the mets are 58 and 35 they're projected to finish thir- uh, 98 and 64 their division winning percentage over the braves right now is 67 percent so it's up there. It's more than half. I find that crazy. I'm just saying. And they only have an 8% chance, according to what I read today on ESPN, which, by the way, shout out to their stat team, who just forgot about Judge, uh, and Stanton, for that matter. Um, their championship odds, or at least their percentage to win the championship, is 8%. Um, so now going in, I guess the stories to really pay attention to, besides the Yankees just kind of running the way with the East, are the Mets, because they're going to more than likely get the ground back in the next coming weeks, you would assume. Um, Scherzer's back to his normal self, just striking out pretty much everybody. Uh, so their pitching is going to get a, a click up. Gooch, do you think this team is built to win the NL East without it being dramatic at the end with the Braves? No. How stickly do you think the no, Braves I are going to be? I think the Mets are really good, and they're built to win the NL East 100%. They're, they're going to be there in the end as well, but the Braves are. The Braves are good. They're they're not going to lay down for anybody. Um, they dealt with a crazy injury with Albies going down and being out for the season, but they managed to just not really miss a beat. They're loaded. Their their lineup is really good, and they're in the mix as well as the Mets and as well as a lot of other teams in the Juan Soto situation. And they're potentially in the mix to acquire somebody else if need be. So the Braves are players down down the stretch. The Mets are not going to run away with anything, I don't think. The Braves are typically a good second-half team, and mm-hmm. the Mets typically aren't. Uh-huh. So we'll see how things shake out. But, you know, the doom yeah. and gloom Mets fans don't haven't really reared their ugly heads just yet. But, you know, it, it's it's still only July. Now, according to so Jeff— So we'll see if things shake out the way it typically does. But Jeff the Mets P- are built— Jeff built to sustain. Yeah, Jeff Passan, though, little Shotsky. I don't know if the Mets hurt him uh, in his past, um, but— there was a little shot taken out the Mets today in this article. For whatever reason, and I don't like this at all, the ESPN put out an article about not only the, the second half of the Yankee season, but they listed on how each team can take down the Yankees. It's like, why? Like, do we really need to? They're like, tier one Yankees. Here's how the rest of the league stacks up against the Yankees. Like, let's not do this. I don't like this at all. Um, but they did say, you know, Jeff Passan says, how can the Mets take down the Yankees in case they meet in the World Series? And there was Just a by, cu- by playing them, yeah, well, and, that too. And scoring but more there was runs. a couple. There was a couple the listed fuck? things, right, for, for like positives for how they can take down the Yankees, and then the negative was they're the Mets. 
Williams. And that's from Jeff Passan. He's a writer. <laughs> but so where's the lie? Yeah, uh, there is no there that's is also, no actual there's a shred of comic relief there. I, I don't think that's his real analytical. <laughs> I, I'm just saying that's an article he put out there. I don't know why he would do something like that because again, show me on the doll where the Mets hurt you, Jeff. Or, <laughs> like, or, I don't understand or he's just looking to incite a riot because he works for ESPN. So his producer or his his <laughs> boss was like, and there's one sure of them. You, make sure you say some disparaging thing about the Mets in this article because you know it's going to get a lot of fucking. Oh, welcome to New World Media of of ESPN. But to be honest, since since the the Subway series, this has probably been like the best that the Yankees and Mets have been at the same exact time. Yeah, of Red course. hot, mm-hmm. you know? So, what's up, man? Keep, right, them, listen, keep them in the paper. As of right now, uh, VegasInsider.com, which kind of gives everything, like, puts it all in a in a vacuum. Does that work? No. Doesn't work here? No. Uh, it puts it all in a vacuum. Uh, that's how I'm going to use it. Right now, the best odds, the best plus money you can get for the Yankees to win the World Series um, are plus 400. And that's... Mm-hmm. Dre- I, that article's got to be old. I'm... This article was done. I don't know when it was done, but it was. It's 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 a website. It's just like a yeah. website that has updated well, look, odds. I have the. But I'm I just on, I'm on the book right now, right? Well, BetMGM has them at plus three twenty five. Yeah, yeah. I I wasn't done yet. I said DraftKings has them at plus four hundred. There's different books with different odds. That's what I was gonna say. Why the is- best odds you can get is Caesars right now, sportsbook, and DraftKings at plus four hundred. The other ones, BetMGM, uh, uh, Fanduel, Fanduel has them plus three hundred. BetMGM has them plus 325. So clearly there is some plus money to be won here if you really want to go bet on the Yankees. Um, a little bit more of the other, you say you like their value picks, right? The Astros right now, the best plus money they have is on DraftKings at plus 500. Unfortunately for all you Mets fans, it seems across the board, we're looking at plus 700 odds right now, and FanDuel has you at plus 800 to win the World Series. To win the World Series. Win the World Series, yeah. Not just get there. With me, me, I would look at that as that's not unfortunate at all. If I'm looking at my team as the best team, I'm I'm hoping that, look, if I'm a Mets fan, I clearly think they're they're a contender for the World Series this year. The worse the odds are, the better it is for me because then that's a bigger bigger payout. If you're going to bet on the Yankees or you're going to bet on the Mets, the value is definitely with the Mets. The Dodgers, as I skip over my notes, came in the comments. The best odds you can get is plus money at Caesars, plus 400. Mm. Otherwise, it's plus 350, plus 375, plus 375. There's a couple other ones. Um, your Red Sox there, uh, <laughs> there Rob, uh-huh. uh, the best odds you can get. Head on over to FanDuel. If you think the Red Sox can win the World Series, it's plus 5,000 right now really? uh, for the Red Sox to I'll win the World Series. I mean, yeah. like take, take that flyer. I feel like that's the best value on the whole in the whole field. I might take a flyer on that. Uh, the National Their League pitching is atrocious. Just to win the and pennant and get to the, the World Series for the Mets is plus 300. And there is plus 160 for the Dodgers. So a very 140 difference um, on, on the Mets and the Dodgers. The Yankees, the difference is only about 70. Um, the Yankees is plus 130 and Houston is plus 200. So that's going to be a little closer than we want as Yankee fans. Um, but yeah, so that's that. But Plenty of st- other things to get into, like I said, with right, the baseball. So, yeah, go division ahead. winners, I guess, we could I got go the, through. I got some of those, too, but go ahead. So, you want to just do predictions and then go with the value? Sure, yeah, that? I wrote some down. Um, so, we have the standings here, right? Yeah. I do. Yeah, so, so we'll I go. have the, for the AL, I have finishing as division winners, the Yankees in the East, the Twins, and the Astros. That's how I feel like this is going to play out. Um, the wild card, to me, this is what I want. It's not necessarily going to happen this way. Seattle's playing really well. Very good team. 
I want Baltimore in there, man. I don't know what it is. I just, for whatever reason, I like the Baltimore Orioles haven't been relevant since I don't even know Jeffrey Mayer. I, it's been a long time. Um, so it, they're right now they're three and a half games out of that second wild card. So that's a very, very good possibility that they could be in the running at the very end of it. Um, but yeah, their odds of winning the, you know, what's crazy. The American league East odds, uh, as I pull these up, uh, the Yankees are minus ready for this minus 10,000 right now to win the AL East Jesus H Christ. So basically why don't you just put a little Y or X or whatever you want to do on the standing sheet and say, we've got this shit locked. It's insane to me. I hate that. Uh, I'm, I'm one of those optim- like not op- pessimistic. What's the word I'm looking for? Pessimistic. Pessimistic. You're a pessimist. But about the Yankees just I mean, steamrolling through the rest of the league. They and, did say in that last article that they have a hundred percent chance of making the postseason. I, I know, so. which is absolutely nuts. So what do you got in that? So go through three division winners and then your wild cards. You get Yankees, Twins, Astros, Seattle, Baltimore. Baltimore stays hot rest of the way. Hot ish. Like how you, many playoff teams? Five? Six this year. No. Oh, so wait. I missed one. I'm sorry. So shit. Well, yeah, they added a fucking playoff team. Stupid. Um, let's you see. Got Baltimore going. I mean, what the fuck? Only Why six not? Teams right now in the major league. In uh, all right, so AL Yankees, Astros. Give me the Yankees, Astros, uh, the Twins, the Mariners, the Orioles. Let's go with the White Sox. There you go. You know that that that's my six. And to get out of the AL again, you would think all signs point to the New York Yankees to win this whole goddamn thing. But again, I, I don't like thinking like that. I just don't. I, Don't I think, name the yeah, dog do. until you bring him home. I do. All right, okay. so <laughs> I feel like the White Sox are going to overtake Minnesota. They have the better roster. Um, I'm not sold on Tony Larusa though. That's my major. Yeah, he might get my drunk. Major gripe, and I do like a lot of the uh, Minnesota young hitters, and they have good young pitching staff. Um, but I just think the White Sox they have what it takes. They have the the star power over there, and they've been getting hot right before All Star break, while Minnesota has been tailing off big time. So big a little dime. trend happening over in the Central. So I'll go with the White Sox taking out Minnesota. Obviously, we know that I think the Yankees are going to win that division. And then Houston's too good. Seattle's a really good team, and they've been playing as hot as you could possibly play. And they still are like eight games nine behind, games nine games behind, behind Houston. Yeah. So it's going to be a tough, tall order. Astros will get hot again. Seattle will kind of mellow, uh, balance out. But I do like Seattle to make it as one of the wild card teams. And then I think Tampa Bay is going to fall off. I'm a little more sold on Toronto. Boston's pitching is going to be tough down the stretch. They might be sellers at the deadline. If Tor- Go ahead. Um, I think my wild cards are going to be Toronto, Seattle, and Minnesota. Okay. The only thing I say is that there is a strict advantage. If Toronto does get into the playoffs for whatever reason, yep. they got that stupid thing up there because Canada just sucks. Everything about that country just blows right now. You can't, like, it's just... Yeah, I know. Oh, God, here come the Canadians. They're all going to march down to Chop Studios and beat me up. Um, All I'm saying is this. The vaccination thing is a thing, and we've lost players via it. You know, as far as the Yankees and and the Royals and all these other teams, you're going to find out who's vaccinated and who's not. And that's a stupid, stupid rule at this point. Yeah, Very dumb. It is what it is. That that we're just going to have to, I guess, hope Toronto doesn't make it for more reason than that. But I think Toronto's... They haven't really caught their hit their stride yet, and that lineup is and too they, good. Yeah, right. They I still think Vlad is going to start cooking in the second half. Blah, 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 blah. Moving on to the NL, um, I have it's pretty easy for me, cut and dry. Uh, I do have the Mets winning the the NL East. I, I think that that happens. Um, 
they got to hold on. I mean, I think it's two game lead or two and a half game lead. Two they got two and a half. So mm-hmm. I think they will, especially getting their aces back full strength, ready to rock and roll. Um, their their lineup's too good. They got a lot of role players. I like them in the East. That's going to happen. Uh, the Dodgers obviously to win the West. Um, and as much as I like, and I'll talk about this other. I'll talk about one of their members of their team soon. But the Cardinals are are very very interesting to me. But I still think the Brewers take that division. Um, but my wild cards are going to be the Cardinals, the Braves, and probably, I mean, I guess the, I guess the Padres. Yeah. Right. Inter- I mean, I don't know. I mean, Since it, he's come back. I mean, it's your, are you, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not making it for I know, you. I know. I'm just, you know, um, and Tatis should be back by the end of the week, right? So I think that so they're, like they're going like to be on. They're going to be on a little not, bit of a that tear. That might be a little optimistic, but they're saying he's also probably going to return as a part-time outfielder as well. Mm. Florida might coming in again. Uh, he has a question. <laughs> if Toronto makes the playoffs, MLB might make them play games in Buffalo. You think that'll happen, or you think I mean, Toronto that, will that fight gives that? everybody the fair advantage? Yes. You know that's that's Everybody the most that's the most I mean, American thing Toronto's they can do. Not going to be able to fight anything <laughs> if that's the case. If Major League Baseball decides that, it'll really be it'll be. Very terrible for the Blues. Yeah, it would be. That'd be bad. Yeah, so much for the home field advantage. Um, Anyway, yes, as Nick is just saying, please like the video if you're watching this right now. We still got the Titans to go as we're going into a very loaded episode. Um, Now, Gooch, who is your NL division winners and wild card? All right, so the internet on my computer just kicked, so I'm going to do this on the fly because the standings went away. All right, I know the Dodgers are a lock. The Brewers, I feel like, they're going to be in a race, but obviously I'm going to go with the Brew Crew. I really do like the Cardinals a lot, and I think that could change if they do end up, end up landing Acuna Jr. I think that's possible, um, highly possible. You so, see that happening? Has I mean, there I've been, been rumors about a lot that? Of articles. The Mets right now, I mean, not Acuna. I mean, I'm I was, Soto. Soto. Yeah, Soto, I was like, Soto. wait, hold on, hold on. What am I doing here? Apologies. Okay. So yeah, the um, they're definitely players Fire in, the, sale in, the Soto, in the Soto situation. If they land him, then they're vaulted up to almost contention with the with the Dodgers. But I'm going to go with the Dodgers, the Brewers. The tough one, man. Like, I don't want to go against the Mets just because I feel like I'm going to get thrashed for it, but I just believe more in Atlanta and and their their franchise, really. And I, I know Ibby's going to hate on me for this. I'm not trying to take the Jeff Passan approach, but it is still the Mets. And the Braves, they just... They're not, there's no quit in the Braves. That's a really good roster. Matt Olson hasn't really gotten going for them. If he turns it around... Things could get really interesting down the stretch, which they already mm. are, right? The Mets squandered a already big division lead, but they do get some guys back. Very interested in that. Whoever doesn't win that division is going to be a wild. Card. Is going to be one of the wild cards. So I'm gonna, for for argument's sake, I'm not gonna pick the Mets because, you know, I really do like Atlanta more. Um, so it, Mets are the first wild card. I feel like the Giants are gonna overtake. Um, San Diego, they proved to me last year that they couldn't withstand the final stretch run. And the Giants, they have that championship medal. They're a proven team. They're a playoff contender almost year in, year out. So I'll put them over San Diego. And then the final wild card would probably be the Cardinals if I have Milwaukee winning, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's a fair assessment for the NL. Definitely, definitely fair. All right, so gun to your head. Second half starts tonight. Who's playing in the World Series? Yankees and the Dodgers. So the, the chalk, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, folks, we're getting a Subway Series. 
that's happening. It's happening this year. The writing's on the wall. Both teams are playing well. The Yankees are obviously I playing. I hope so. I, I mean, fucking love I see, it. see, there's that, there's that shit again. There's oh, that, that, that stuff where you're like, oh, I want Boston now, last now, year. Because and I then hope, we get smoked. Because I hoped that they play the Mets. Now, if they play the Mets, they're probably going to lose because I hoped it. See? I'm so, now we're starting to get had, it. At least if I had that, it now. If I had that type of power over the world, bro, things would be a lot different. <laughs> you're at Chop Sports. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, would Griner be back? <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't no. go. Don't go there. But not because. Well, no. Maybe she. If I did, yes, she would be. But I don't agree with anybody saying that um, she's being wrongfully I I detained. I think that she's being wrongfully detained, right? But I have problems with certain politicians or just anybody in general in the public saying that they're being wrongfully detained when there's people in America right now that are sitting in jail being wrongfully detained on a week charge. Yeah, charges. right. Yeah. So if like if Brittany <laughs> Griner is wrongfully detained, imagine sitting in prison and being like. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I have and a question. How about me? The, the, people, the people from me have been sitting there for like 15, 20 years. I know. Some of them, yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Insane. No, anyway, I, I, I threw it to you because I forgot all about it. And I was like, I know you wanted to say something. But anyway, back to this. We're getting a Subway Series this year. Point, That's what I think is going to happen. The Yankees are playing at an all-time level. Um, there are teams in their way. I think Houston poises a problem. I really do. Uh, but when a push comes to shove... I think the Yankees are going to be the. the I team. just want to clear something. If I had the power of God, I would take Brittany Griner home. I just want to clear something up. All right, I wasn't saying. I just don't agree with the the statement. All right, agreed, agreed. Um, the Astros are a, a, a pest as well. Uh, shout out John Linguizamo. But like they, um, they're just they're just going to be they're going to be in your in your face the entire time. Uh, but I do like the Yankees. I like the Mets because when you when the Mets get to the playoffs and you know that they're going to get there anyway, regardless of either a wild card and or division winner. The Mets are getting there, right? They're getting to October. Imagine when you got to just go head up with a, with another team, no matter who it is, and it's Scherzer, DeGrom, Bassett, and and company, right? So I love their rotation in the playoffs. Like they're they're going to have their best weapons ready to rock. I said ready to rock like fifty four times today, and I'm not sure why. Uh, but anyway. That's what I think is going to happen. We're getting a Subway Series in 2022. Make it happen. Individual performances here. Um, oh, man. Max Scherzer's going to eat Garrett Cole's lunch in game one. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they pitched DeGrom that day. Yeah. Just well, for intimidation purposes. Yeah. Well, I, Garrett Cole's going to be like, I don't want to pitch against Max. <laughs> but I don't want to pitch anymore. Um, anyway, so oh, let's go. <laughs> let's and you're going to take, take uh, Chris Bassett's mask off, and it's going to be Scherzer <laughs> on game three. If it wasn't for you pesky twice. kids. Um NL MVP is is why I wanted to bring this guy up uh, because of the Cardinals. Goldschmidt's going to win MVP over there, I think. Uh, he's been having a phenomenal year. I monitor him closely. He's on my fantasy team, so I see him every day, his stat line every day. This guy is not going to snot out of the ball. I love this guy to win MVP. And then flipping it on the other side, um, right now, you would say, uh, unfortunately, according to this, VegasInsider.com, Shohei Otani is still the now the the betting favorite. But give me Judge, man. He's on pace. He can hit 60 home runs this year, guys. 60. Not according to ESPN because he has zero. But other than that, like 60 home runs, maybe plus I hate to for Aaron Judge. To you, but Shohei's going to win the next like 13 MVPs oh, okay. because they're just like, it's going to be hard to say no because he's going to do something every year that nobody's ever done. And look, he is lighting it up. He might even be in contention if it wasn't for Verlander for Cy Young, the way he's been pitching the last <laughs> two months, yeah. a month and a half, two months. So I'm not going to argue with Shohei not being MVP. You know, I, I tried to be one of those guys going into the season that, that had as much bad stuff I could possibly say about the guy who's hard to dislike. Mm. But I'm just trying to look at it from a perspective of, all right, let's pump the brakes. 
But, you know, really, what could you say at this point? He's he's like a top three pitcher in the AL, and yep. he's hitting them bombs, too. But his batting average is way down and things like that. So, so is everybody on the Yankees, according to Jimmy Palumbo, getting involved judge. here. Judge's, judge's average he's seems in the to be threes. Fine, so. <laughs> He's in the threes. As long as so he's in the threes, I'm good. Judge or Shohei, but if Shohei continues to play the way he's been playing while Judge doesn't have these like otherworldly numbers, because uh-huh. it's a lot easier for Judge to go on a slump, especially with the strikes. And he has. He's him. actually in one right yeah, now, so apparently. Um, let's but, be, let's serious question. Otani is playing out of this world. Do you think he regrets choosing to go there? No, no, because he's still got the same publicity. He's still the face of Major League yeah, Baseball. Yeah, he's still he's still on the cover of video games, and his card is most valuable no matter what jersey is, he's wearing. I think he's what will probably his value happen is, is when, when you don't make the playoffs, like a Mike Trout situation. When you don't make the playoffs, you become you, you and you're a superstar. You don't really in baseball more so than any other sport. You don't really get ridicule. Like nobody's like Mike Trout can't win over there. You know, Mike Trout's still recognized as the greatest player, and it's the Angels can't win. They give Trout no help. It's very different very in most true. other sports. That's where, true. Where if Mike Trout went into the postseason and then they fall flat, then it's Mike Trout's a failure. Because when you fail on the big stage, that kind of diminishes your character or diminishes the way the public looks at you. I shouldn't have said character, but I no, think you no, get, I get what, what you mean. I get what you're public, saying. Public perception. So if Shohei goes in there and he pitches game one of the of the division series and he gives up seven runs, then there's a little bit of shine taken off of of the show here. Yeah, but you yeah. eventually you got it. Because then the there's playoffs. a stigma all of a sudden. Yeah. He gets to October, can't play. You know what I mean? But like right that's... now, everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah, Shohei's great, great, great. But you're not going to hear he's only great in a regular season because he hasn't even gotten a chance. And he's in also a, an anomaly in, in baseball. Nobody's done this since Ruth. And you know what I'm saying? It's a lot like, closer of a flight. Yeah, from, uh, from 100%. Anaheim that's than that's, it is that's to virtue. Japan than but, it is anywhere else. My in the point East is, Coast. is like, if this goes on for like another four seasons, they don't make the playoffs still around average around like 40, 50 wins. <laughs> then what then what do they start to say? Is he gonna stay here? Is he gonna go? Is he trying to work his way out of there? Eventually you gotta go to the playoffs a couple times. Well, when is he I don't know. Like I think he came in signing a, a free agent deal. It was very different than like a guy that gets drafted. Shohei wasn't kicking around the minors. So so I have to bring this comment up. Mike Salerno, big squeaky bum time host um, uh, and hockey enthusiast. He goes, Otani is still happy in Anaheim because it's where he wanted to be, close enough to Japan, just like you said. Uh, similar to Johnny Gaudreau being close to the Jersey Shore. <laughs> so there's your hockey po- uh, your hockey plug for the day. By the way, download Nick's newest podcast. It's available on Spotify right now. Gooch for love of god let's get this kid on itunes okay like we have to what what's wrong no i was just checking the time oh okay uh anyway so only till 2023 so after next year his deal ends who otani yeah he's gonna be a met coming to the big city he's he's gonna go to the dodgers the dodgers or the giants how much money do the dodgers all have all of it it is ridiculous bro like every time how is all these players get linked to the dodgers who owns this team there is not i've said this I'll say it again. There's not going to be one good player that becomes available for trade or in free agency that the Dodgers or the Mets aren't going to get mentioned. Well, in. I, they're well, going to well, be. Well, in I a, agree with that, but it's player. like holy god! Like it's just every player, no matter what. And they're like, oh, sick luxury tax. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> we don't care though. Anything. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Eventually I got Judge got, and Goldschmidt care. MVPs. What do you got? I'll go with Shohei. And I, it's hard to argue against Goldschmidt right He's now. He's having the, a hell of a year. The gap is very, very big. Um, Cy Young. Uh, this one is obviously a little different, oh, but I think go. right away 
you would say that the AL Cy Young is going to go to an unsung hero, um, and I think that's going to go right to Mr. Verlander. I think this guy is pitching all world. I couldn't believe how far he fell in our fantasy draft for me to snag him, so that was fun. Um, fun watching him pitch because that guy, again, he's mowing him down this year, Well, I mean, and he I runs away with this. I think he went where he should have gone because mm-hmm. based on what he's done the last couple seasons and now yeah. this year, it's like I wouldn't say it's an anomaly because he's a Hall of Fame pitcher, but he refound the he, fa- he found the fountain of youth or whatever you want to say. I think I mentioned it the other day on the rundown. Verlander's the only pitcher in Major League Baseball history to have like 12-plus wins, mm-hmm. 100-plus strikeout, whatever the fuck those numbers were. I saw it. But it was like eight or nine or seven or eight stats that he was the first player to ever do it at All-Star break. So I'm not going to say Verlander's not winning the Cy Young. Question for Mibby, just because I, I'm curious, too. Uh who would you rather have, Otani or Soto? Right well, now? If in fantasy, I took Soto this year, and I'm regretting it. But in real life, you're regretting Soto. Yeah, over Otani. Otani's got like three thousand points. Soto's got like he's like <laughs> quadrupled. The next and you guy. had the first pick in the draft, and you had you you literally told everybody, I'm still not picking Otani. I'm sorry. I'm still gonna win the league. <laughs> That's funny. Um, <laughs> Mark that one down. <laughs> Guys, over five hundred by a game. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> it's not what am it's, I am I, mean, I lying? Yes, you have no idea what you're talking about in that regard. In that I'm regard, seven and five with like a 200 point right, lead. So I'm sorry, two games so over 500. I'm going to be eight and five. And guess what, Dave? You were like 1,000 points higher than me five weeks ago. 1,000. Guess how many points that you're higher than me now? How many? Three. Three Ooh, points? Three hundred. Okay, All right. So, so, so let me, let me know. Let me, but ask right me. Uh, I'm hot. I answer this week, question. High week the last two weeks. Okay, cool, and, cool, cool. And well on my way That's to high awesome. week this week. That's so much fun. So here, here's the thing. Uh, how much money do you get for being high man every week? Zero dollars. How much so, do you so get? If, if you lead the league in so, points, so how much how money do you get? So how, Zero. So how much money do you have for being in first place now? Oh, no. Or, when I win the whole goddamn thing, I'm going to take all the money. Sam Show me the money. I, I guess you're playing Sam this week. He said, oh, really? You're going to be in Oh, guys? Sam Grass. No, he, really. He, I, I saw the full, scoreboard. Today. I think he's fully aware of that <laughs> as well. Sam Grass, as much as you're trying very hard, give him for the Gipper. There is an opening in the Dynasty football I thought there wasn't. There was. I just saw 12. You did not. I just I changed my team last night. Eleven, to, eleven out of twelve. I looked at it. Min- I changed my the team name last night to uh, Zeke's pass blocking skills. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me when I tell you that there is All right, there is whatever. not twelve. Anyway, so Sam would be the fun 12 times. if he wants it. Fun times. All right. So you have I saw Youngs. I got uh, Verlander and I got Max Freed. I know he's not the odds-on favorite right now, uh, but I think the the Braves uh, they'll be in the conversation to win the NL East. They'll go with the Mets because of Freed. I think that, that that's one guy that's gonna that, that's gonna keep going, keep on keeping on. That's where I'm at there. So Cy Youngs, you with Ver, are you on the Verlander train? Actually, um, betting favorite right now in the AL is not Verlander, folks. It is uh, Shane uh, McClanahan. So yeah. he's the odds-on favorite right now, which I find a little. I don't. I don't, I don't buy that for that. a fucking. Split yeah, I, I don't. If that's that the case, then bet Verlander. Right, because you're getting yeah, you're getting better at the same anyway. time. I mean, he is killing it, but all those things that I talked about, the stats that I talked about, he's first in everything. But if like you weren't paying attention to baseball, like within like you know within like past four years, you would have thought Verlander was out of the league, right? No, no, because the Not Astros like have now. been good, and he's just he wasn't pitching nearly as good as he is now. But like I, I mean, maybe I wouldn't have thought he was out of the league. But maybe baseball, yeah, because I watched like, baseball. Like, watch I hate the like, baseball, uh, Susan. All right. Well, we got some Cy wow, Youngs. We got wow. some World Series. We got some MVPs. This is our second half predictions. I want to talk about something real quick here. What's up? All right. So two things. 
Three things happened. Dallas is wearing throwback helmets on Thanksgiving. Um, I saw that too. Aren't they always anyway? Yeah. No, they haven't because the helmets weren't allowed. Georgia uh, head coach uh, Kirby yeah. agrees to a 10-year, $112 million extendo. It's the Giants. <laughs> so Georgia's locking up their head coach. Did you see the quarterback thing for the Browns? And then the Browns are bringing in A.J. McCarron and Josh Rosen. Yay. To what? <laughs> to do what? <laughs> It sure is shit ain't going to be playing up, quarterback. To back up Josh Jacoby Rosen. Brissett, probably. Josh Rosen? Josh Rosen. What, what a journeyman. They could have called you, Chris. They could. Seriously, Chris could have probably went in there and slung. Put, put your cleats on and everything. No cap. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> what? No cap. Cat was cap. What's that mean? Like, no Kaepernick. I wasn't being a, like they a, said, Well, supposedly they tried. Wait a second. When he tried for the Raiders, they said he was You want to talk about a like a snub job People there. People are saying it's, he did a terrible job Josh in the tryout. Rosen gets a tryout over Kaepernick. Holy hell! That's true too, though. Like, get him a Jesus shot. Jesus Christ! That is not close. Huh? Josh Rosen. Get anybody in there just for to try? Josh you know Rosen's I mean? pre-draft interview was basically him saying, "Football's cool. I don't love it, but it's like, wait a minute." And we knew it. The the play translated Bro, I, right I, away. I feel like Josh Rosen was like born rich. Right, he's so a too. spoiled little shit. That's so why too, he doesn't though. care. Yuppie bastard. That's why. Mike come and say, imagine being a tryout. Mike he never practiced hungry a day of his life. Imagine being Jimmy G in Cleveland. Is like, but he nah, did play football his whole life. I'm surprised he's not really good. <laughs> See, Josh that, Rosen. Josh Rosen. I don't even think he's played football his whole life. He's probably a tennis player. Played the cross forever, right? As a kid. <laughs> well, hey, oh, 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 easy. Swimming. Madison's like gonna get smoked up here. Cricket. <laughs> um, Cricket. Soccer. All those oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Now we're just taking stabs at all the interns here. Um, anyway, so... Where am I looking? I, wh- what were you looking? Episode two of The Captain is tonight, Dave. Oh, is it? Scoop saying it is. I'm getting home for that. Well, I got a lot of cleaning to do here, so I'll, I'll record it. Um, what was I going to say? Okay, so that's MLB second half. We're about to get into the Titans, but before we do that, I got to ask you guys if you're... Worried about running out of money in retirement or how you'll pay for long-term health care? Will your family be okay? Stop worrying. Start planning. A comprehensive retirement plan gives you security and greater control over your money. Michael Fusco can help you with that. As president of the Fusco Insurance Agency, Michael can work with you to create a comprehensive retirement plan. He'll explore using life insurance and annuities to help you build a more secure future so you can worry a little bit uh, worry a little bit less right now. Call 718 718- 701-5787 to schedule your complimentary consultation. 718-701-5787. Guarantees and protections are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Some insurance policies are not available in all states. And ladies and gentlemen, also offering financing for all of your customers. If you're a small business owner, 540 FICO score or better, uh, you can start financing up to $300 to start. PrestigeTaxFinancing.com. Oh, and, and shout out again to our boys over at Dat Chat. That thing's growing. I keep seeing posts and I keep seeing more strides for that. That's awesome. And then, of course, haterfantasysports.com. Go over there, sign up right now. They're going to be launching some games at the end of August for some foosball. And it's football for the non Waterboy fans. Head on over to manscaped.com. Use the promo code Shop Sports and you receive 20% off of your entire order. Anything on the website. But what we're pushing now is the Performance Package 4.0. It comes equipped with the Lawnmower 4.0. It has a 400K LED light. It's waterproof. So you could wash and trim your balls at the same time. Mm. What a fucking luxury that is. <laughs> also, it has the <laughs> Weed Whacker 2.0 for your ear hairs and your nose hairs. No boogies, no earwax, all good to go on date number one. So when you're on date number 50 and she's down below, you got the taint jungle all gleamed and cleaned, ready to go. So head on over to manscaped.com. Use the promo code Shop Sports. 
What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Search sent you. Speaking on personal experience, the house buying and house selling process is a bitch. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. But you know who made it fun? You know who turned all this around, took all the stress out of the process? It's Curtis Counts of EXP Realty. Whether you're buying a house, selling a house, searching for a house, you'll get constant emails of things that pop up in your budget and what you're actually looking for. To start this process, you just have to call Curtis right now. You can reach him at 732-856-2293 or shoot him an email at kurtrcounts at hotmail.com. And yes, some some of us folks are still using Hotmail. Rob, you got a cringe face. So are you no, only no, no, saying, is, saying is, it, is that what it takes? You, 50 days? If I gotta 50, wait 50, 50 days, days for 50 you to days. eat my ass. Oh my God. Wait, that, who said anything Whoa, about that? Said, holy you hell. Said, what are you talking about? He said, said, down, said down there. I said down, down below. there. Your hand down below. Christopher. Holy hell. Off the rails. 50 Curry for three. Got it. Anyway. 50 dates. 50 dates is wild. Jesus hell. 50 dates. to the football conversation for the love of God. Me and Ash. Go on date number 48. <laughs> Almost we, there, baby. We're moving on, moving on. And then she's like, oh Moon my God. River. <laughs> now she's like, you better get your jungle. Uh, Anybody gets the Moon River reference? Moon River. Anybody? Anyway, Anybody uh, get it? Nah. Yeah, it's a movie, right? What movie? Ah, uh, Caddy Shack. No. Uh, nope. Is it one of those He's movies? Just in 1980s nope. movies. You, 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 <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you're out. You get one guess. Oh, right? one guess. Moon say, River? Say, because say there's comments. There's comments. I didn't look. Say it again. Moon River. I wouldn't know. I lied. Um, no, it's not. I don't comments. know, but due, due, uh, due to the um, ear. Hair remover. This IFB fits wonderfully, by the way. I don't have <laughs> so, your hair. I hope I don't ever have I mean, your when you hair. get older, you better watch yourself there, son. Uh, it happens. So how about the NFL's AFC South defending, reigning defending champions, Tennessee Titans. Go to my Artie thing because I want to see it just because I made it and I want it to work. Oh, here, <laughs> there it man. is. Bang. Let's smash some helmets together, shall we? Bang. There it is. The win over. The win over. The over under on wins on these guys is identical to the Colts from yesterday at nine and a half. Now, the problem with that is these mother efforts went 12 and five last year and won the AFC South. That's a very big discrepancy from one year to the next. Um, and why is that? I don't know. Because when it comes to key losses and key gains, there's not a lot in the free agency market with these guys. They lost Julio, but it's technically they didn't lose Julio. They just didn't bring him back. Um, they lost Anthony Fershker, but replaced him with Austin Hooper. So that's, mm -hmm. to me, I think Hooper's actually better. Yep. Um, they lost A.J. Brown in the trade to the Philadelphia Eagles on draft day. And in that, they turned the 18th overall pick with that trade into Traylon Burks from Arkansas. So you look at the, the Titans team, and obviously it's led by Ryan Tannehill, but then the Titans go out about out of their way in the third round to draft Malik Willis at a Liberty. And everybody's saying, okay, third round, he's not going to be a get-in-there-and-go type guy. This is going to be more of a project, right? 
So then you have the running game of Derrick Henry and then Hassan uh, Haskins from Michigan. That's the Michigan running back uh-huh. from last year. He's backing up Henry. The receiving core is where I kind of get a little uh-oh because when they trade away A.J. Brown, fine. You got your draft picks and draft capital back, fine. But right now, Tannehill's throwing to Robert Woods, Traylon Burks, and then a bunch of unproven guys. So that's that's alarming to me. And Robert Woods coming off injury. You know, so this passing attack, and I know this game with the Titans is completely run down your throat because Henry will beat you to dust, right? And I understand that. But this offense, to me, is going to have some trouble scoring points as 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 lucrative as they did last year. They went from having A.J. Brown and Julio Jones to having neither of those guys. So they're both gone. Uh, their defense, uh, pretty good. Harold Andrew III, he's good. He's their weak side linebacker. These guys run a 3-4. And I, I'm very impressed with, with – um, Coach Vabril, yep, Vabril. Mm-hmm. Um, I have these mental lapses right. here. Vabril, Bud Dupree, uh, Farley the third coming back. Fulton is the other side corner. So their defense is okay. Uh, I want to say they have some playmakers out there, but here's my only gripe with this team, and I, I could say the same about the Cowboys because of their non-ability to spend in free agency. They have eleven million dollars in space right now. The Tennessee Titans do right. Tannehill this year, thirty-eight million dollars against the cap. Henry, 15, justified, and Robert Woods they gave $10 million to. They have eight players on their roster right now, eight of their 53, above making $5 million a year. Everybody else is making pennies. So they are obviously in the midst of not even, I don't want to say a rebuild, but a very young and unpaid team. Well, this is how they're going to do it all the time in Tennessee. Because yeah. A, it I seems don't, to be I that way, it's, yeah. It's, it's Less of a draw free agent wise than I thought it would be, being that it's like Nashville and, and that whole it's, scene. It's on the come up now. It's definitely on but... the come up a little bit, but I don't think it's really a football town. It's more of a music town. So Correct. that that aside, um, Mike Vrabel is, is the the key here because when you look up and down the roster, I think lack of superstar talent has been the one thing that's caused this team to be overlooked year in and year out. And we're all about to do it right now, yep. right? Correct. We're all about to overlook this team right now. I know I am. I haven't. I've been one of the biggest defenders of Tannehill over the last three or four off-seasons going in, saying he's super underrated, he gets it done. He's serviceable. And then last year, he kind of you know, made me eat my words a little bit. He didn't play well. Um, and more importantly, he didn't play well in the, po- in the playoffs. Now, but, is that the reason why Malik Willis is now in town? Because it just maybe this is a trend? Well, you were well, the one, number one seed, and I you think got that they, they might have been had him... When you when you're talking about the quarterback position, backup quarterback is super important in the NFL. Yes. Right? It really, really is. It's the most... It's like we we it's like a punt and nobody thinks about it when we're analyzing a team because the idea that if he has to play it's like the wheels already fell off. But bridging the gap for a team that could be a contender, we saw what happened with the Philly with, with that Philly run with Nick Foles, backup quarterback, plug and play won a Super Bowl, Hostetler. It's happened yep. throughout history. Danny White. Um Malik Willis they might have had him ranked as a first-round grade, and they see him in the third round, and they're like, look, we, we don't really, really want a quarterback, but we have no choice here. Very similar. The Packers didn't like want to draft a quarterback. They had, but they, they didn't just, know what, what the future held in Rodgers. I'm, I'm talking about with Love. Oh, I'm talking I about get what you're saying. With yeah, Rodgers. A- like, that, that, that gem fell right into their laps. But that's my point. <laughs> and they had Favre, who was They went into that, that draft being like, you know what? Maybe we'll get Rodgers 24. They probably had him going like in the top five. And then when he's there, they're like, well, we got to take him. It could have been a similar situation. Um, I don't think it means that the, the Tannehill showed last year that they might need to look look elsewhere. But I think that there's a longer lease than people would think based on the draft. I don't pick. think he gets benched at all this yeah, year. Yeah, no. He's That's gonna not going to happen. He's going to have to play really bad or get injured 
And if Malik Willis comes in and plays well, then we could talk a different conversation. Now, there is conversation right now saying that the 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 Titans went 12 and 5, and that's they didn't even have Derrick Henry half the year. You know what I mean? So Believe that's that, that's I'm, a testament. But again, they had AJ Brown, they had Julio Jones, they had they had a team that was gelling I think, offensively without him. They had a couple guys that come in there, rush run the ball very well. Well, a couple actually they had two backups. I, their names are remissing me, but if you smash them together, you were getting Derrick Henry. Like that's the kind of style. I think it was Foreman. I could be wrong on that one. But and Dante Foreman. I don't maybe? think he was a Titan. Um Anyway, they had two running backs who I, th- uh, who I said, if you complemented each other, you had the complete back of Derrick Henry. That's what they had last year. but uh, So that, therefore, they didn't lose a lot of games because they had a similar attack. Well, um, yeah, like they didn't have to change anything up. They weren't going to – look, they were a worse team without Derrick Henry, obviously. Anybody is. But their defense stepped up. Everybody looked at their defense as being bottom – Three in football going into last football. They just weren't season. touted. They weren't. They, they weren't, weren't talked touted. about. And for for good reason. They weren't good. But last year they played crazy physical. I forget what the guy's name is. It always fucking escapes me. Is it Dupree? Yeah, Bud, Bud Dupree. Dupree. I'm a big. He's played for the Steelers. I'm a big Bud Dupree guy. <laughs> so Bud Dupree is now there. He wasn't there last year. He right? was no. there last was year. Was he? No. I, think I, I thought he got traded this offseason. I think off he got traded this offseason. I could be wrong. I, 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 I could be wrong. But it's not credibility. There's somebody else that that played really well for Tennessee up front last year. Crowley maybe is his name. Anyway, I look. Sorry to all. Titans Landry the third was also a very good serviceable. But weak side really linebacker. He, played he, played last, he played last year for Tennessee. It's Bud Dupree. He did. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's got to be another edge guy. But I'll anyway, look, I'll look, look this is the whole point. The Titans are full of guys that nobody knows their name, yep. but they've won ten or twelve <laughs> right, games. Though. They've been the one seed. They've gone. They've made fairly deep playoff runs and they upset some teams that they probably shouldn't have. I'm talking about Baltimore and Lamar's MVP year. So, the, but they're just they haven't really gotten over the hump. And the window has closed. Their roster has gotten worse. I don't think losing Julio is a big thing because they didn't really have him anyway. A.J. Brown, he's a solid player. Uh, Traylon Burks is supposedly like the, the, the next A.J. Brown. I don't know how you could really have a next somebody that played three years, but you get it. Like That's his pro comparison, and they drafted the guy. I think they did the right thing there. They offered him a contract. Well, if they're getting rid of their best guy, you better be drafting a receiver. Well, no, I'm talking about with the A.J. Brown situation – they weren't going to give him that contract. They just couldn't do it. That's not well, how the Titans look, operate. Exactly how I right? just said. They, so they weren't going to do that, and then they gave him the opportunity to go somewhere else, and they drafted it. That's how you're supposed to do it. The 49ers did it when they when they traded uh, Buckner, and they tried to work out the Kinlaw situation. It yeah. just didn't work out. But mm. that's how you do things. You move on from guys, and you replace them in the draft. Yeah, Landry uh, is, the Landry is the other edge. I told edge. you, Landry the third. Um, anyway, let's break down their schedule, shall we? Um the 2022 Tennessee Titans, obviously, they start off with the New York football giants at Tennessee. To me, that's a win. Um, if everybody's healthy going in, they're not. The, the Giants are not as good as Tennessee. It's just the way it is. Uh, and then they go at Buffalo, home for Vegas, at Indy. First four games, Ooh. to me, you better win two. You, you better win two if you want to run with this division. Um, then in the next four, well, the next three at least, Washington, another early bye for another team in the South uh, as their bye comes in week six. So you got to, like, tread the entire way after week six. There was a team yesterday, I think, was it yesterday? The Colts or somebody else this week had a bye in week 14. So it's like, it's, yeah, it's deep. deep, you know? So but, thinking- like, when you're six... And you got to play. So you play five games. You got to play twelve straight games and after that. Playoffs, no breaks. Dog, and then the playoffs. Right. Sometimes it, it works out. Sometimes it does. It doesn't. When you're on a run, yeah, sure, it works. Or like if you get, if you have a week six bye and, and your quarterback goes down week five, it's like word. Thank God for this week well, six bye. Yep. You know? Yeah, maybe. So it could work so out. So we got them three and two, maybe four and one right now. Yeah. All right. Uh, into the bye. I mean, week five they got Washington. Then they go on their bye. 
It's at Washington. I'm giving them a win anyway. Okay. Uh, the bye, then they come home. They play Indy. I think what I think they do within the division is they're going to split with the Colts and the Jaguars, and they're going to sweep the Titan, uh, the Texans. So give me three wins within the division. They go three and three within the division somehow. They'll probably lose the away games, win the home games, right? Um, except for Houston, they beat them both. Uh, the week, ready for this stretch of week nine, week nine at Kansas City. Then they go back to home so to play Denver. Four and two. Say what? Four and two in the division. If they split and then sweep. That's what I meant. Four and two. So that's yes. four wins here, as I can't do math here on a Thursday. Uh, so anyway, week nine is tough because week nine through 12 at Kansas City, back home to play the, the Broncos, who that's a very big question mark. We'll see what Russ does. By the way, very cringeworthy uh, red carpet, by the way, for Another him on the ESPYs. Right? He's Come such on. a cringeworthy so human being. Um, anyway, Stay so, away from the ESPYs, people. Yeah, at Kansas City, twice. everybody. <laughs> at Kansas City. I mean, yeah, at Kansas City, back home for Denver. Then they go to Green Bay and then back home for Cincy. It's a tough stretch. Tough four-game stretch right there for the Tennessee I mean, Titans. Tough, tough five-game stretch, really, because at Eagles, at Philly on the back end of that. That's yeah, that's not going to be not gonna be a walk in the park. And potential revenge game for A.J. Brown. So maybe he goes off, right? Um, then the back, back end of Weeks 14 on, they got the Jaguars, which I think they'll get that win because it's at home, uh, at the Chargers. Not, not easy, folks. Not at the end of the year. Then they go back home to play the Texans. Dallas comes into town week 17 where it's going to mean a lot for both teams for the division races, their respective division races, because I don't think Dallas runs away with the East, and I don't think the Titans can – they got to win all these games at the end. Uh, and then they finish the year at Jacksonville, in which I think the Jags might take that game, considering we'll see what's at stake. I got right now – I guess you got to add a win because I had the wrong math there – with the over-under being nine and a half, I got him at ten. But I'm really leaning on nine. Um, no, there's, I, there's no way that I'm finding ten wins here. That's what I'm saying. So I'm leaning heavy on – I'm going to, you know what, retract nine. Nine and eight for the Tennessee Titans this year. Three-game separation from last year's record. And I understand – listen, it says not, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Derrick Henry bro, ain't the best running back in football. He's 24th, one of them. It says that they're the 24th – uh, strength of schedule rank to me that's I, it feels like it's way you look harder. at the teams yeah, they gotta look play at their, look Cincy at their Green Bay season. uh the Chargers the Cowboys the the uh the the Raiders the Bills how is the 24th they got a lot of teams on there that are good or at least going to be good or being be good, counted yeah, to be man. good and they have, to me their issue man. their number one issue is well, wide I mean, receiver I mean also when you look at it like this ready we're looking at Denver as a tough team right and we're looking at the we're looking at the Chargers as a tough team, and we're looking at the Colts as a tough team twice on the schedule. None of those teams made the playoffs last year, and that's what they're basing it off of. Right. Last year's right? record. So they're, they're all, all those little, teams are being looked at as like really right. good teams going into this season, and that's how we're looking at them. I mean, I'm not 100%. sold on Denver. but So nine, and nine wins. So officially on this Thursday, are we sitting here and saying the Colts will win the AFC South? Yeah, I, yeah. I think the Colts are, are in the driver's seat. Okay. Zero and zero Does in the driver's Tennessee seat. Tennessee make figure. the playoffs, though. It's no. going to be tough when that AFC West, man. I think everybody in the AFC West gets 10 wins. I don't think How so. How about I, that? I, I think that the, the Titans are going to struggle a little bit. Like I said, their window is closed. They didn't even have one to begin with, really, yeah, their window. But w one thing goes wrong with Derrick Henry. Do you think that they're able to withstand that again? Not I don't this see year. No A.J. Brown. Not this year. With no a rookie way. as their lead guy. Not I mean, Robert year. Woods is still coming off an look ACL. What we saw from... Look what we saw from Burks in training camp. He couldn't even breathe. Didn't didn't they acquire Odell because Robert Woods tore his ACL? 
<laughs> right. You know, so it's like Robert Woods, we're talking about. And then, and then him the Titans like, gave him $10 million. I'm a big Robert Woods fan. I, I think too. he, he plays good Robert football. Woods, even when he's not get, getting thrown to, he's a good blocker. He just, he does it all. Don't get me wrong. But uh, an ACL that you're not ready from, and it's not like he's being leaned on as the number two when he got Cooper Cup yeah. or, or 30 other guys on the offense like he had in, in the Rams. I don't know. I'm not buying. I'm selling hard on the Titans this season. Okay. That'll do it for the Tennessee Titans. So they, according to me and Gooch, they are not a playoff team um, in 2022, unlike last year when they were the goddamn one seed somehow. So what's, go what's that Tannehill's one. contract look like? $38 million no, no, this no, no, year. Like how many years left? I'll look right now because I was on Over the Cap all morning. Overthecap.com, teams, selecting team, Tennessee Titans. Here we are. We're going to get rid of this little ad here. So Ryan Tannehill right now, because I can't see, because i got to go to absolute eyewear, um, it looks like he's contracted until through 2024. But guaranteed salary stops next year. So this is a this is a big year for 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 Tannehill because Because, ready for this ready for this (laughs) I'm gonna make a prediction right now just based off of what I'm looking at he's out after this he's out after this did they get a because look bro they can unless they Kirk Cousins him to death yeah which I could see happening maybe a two year deal yeah but the way I'm looking at this right now where he gets guaranteed money for one season at a time 2023 his salary cap number is 36.6 with no guarantee. Titans can just take all that money back. Yeah, but the Titans, but then the Titans also have to run the risk of having no quarterback. Well, so what, that's what why you, you draft do, Malik Willis. But what you do, but Malik Willis doesn't pan out. If you see a guy in practice, you don't you don't just give him the opportunity if he's not doing it in practice. So if Malik Willis doesn't pan out and Tannehill is is owed money, what they'll do is they'll just restructure it. I think there's going to be a, a heavy year where he's restructure. Guaranteed the money that year, and mm-hmm. then. You push that no guaranteed money back one more year or in, two. In 2000, this year, he's taking up 18% of their entire salary cap. Next year, it drops down <laughs> to about 16%. But, dude, the voids on this are 24 and 25. He's technically under contract until two, after 2025. That ain't, ain't lasting that. There's no shot. No shot. Not under this structure deal. They might have to restructure, but he could be their quarterback in 2025. It's just not going to be under that we shall see it's not going to be under that no like i said there's yeah there's got to be a heavy heavy restructure but we want to thank you guys for tuning in today as always we go live monday through friday at 11 o'clock right here on the old youtube please like the video that helps us out tremendously okay that actually helps us get searched we had a new a a couple new faces yesterday because we were talking about the colts all of a sudden some colts fans came in there and started talking some shit we love that we love chopping it up with each and every one of you guys if you want there is a tip jar (laughs) Leave a tip. Now, if you want, also head over to the Patreon. Head over to everything that you can do to support Chop Sports. We thank you so much. Big things on the horizon. Tomorrow, we'll break down some more fantasy stuff on a Fantasy Friday. Um, And next week, so we've done the AFC North. We've done the South. Next week, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to do the AFC East, folks. The Jets are on the clock with us. The Dolphins, the Patriots, the Bills. They'll be previewed next week at some point. Again, the Jets... Is Monday, I believe, right? Monday they finished last. Yes. So the Jets are Monday, and then it'll be the Miami Dolphins, and then it'll be the New England Patriots, and then it'll be the Buffalo Bills. Uh-huh. Is that how it went? Okay, cool. So Monday, 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 Jets. But tomorrow, fantasy stuff. Get involved. So for Sturch and Gooch, and of course, big wrestle row behind the glass, and of course our wonderful interns Nick and Madison. This has been another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. We'll see you guys tomorrow.
But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.